Hello friends, welcome to the second part of the podcast series, To Live is Christ. But before we dive deep into the second part, can we just recap part one a little bit? In part one, we discussed the conviction of yielding, the conviction of yielding. And one of the things we said from the last time is, to live is Christ, is born out of a deep realization that there is nothing comparable to the glory that shall be revealed in us. And yieldedness is a key indicator to how much access we have in this kingdom. So how much access you have, how much you understand God, the depth you have in God is a resultant effect of your yieldedness. How yielded you are to God speaks volume of how much of Him you know. How yielded you are to His commandment, how yielded you are to His word speak a lot about the faith that you carry okay so the conviction of yielding we discussed that in part one if you miss part one you know kindly listen you know go back to the podcast channel listen to the first part i'm sure it's going to do you good in part two which we're discussing today we're talking about the conviction to love the conviction to love now before i can categorically confess or proclaim that I am living for Christ. It is important to understand that I must have the love of Christ in my heart. Okay? So the conviction of love. Can we just go back to our focal scripture, which is Philippians chapter 1, verse 21? I read from the Amplified Bible. It says, For me to live is Christ. For me, it said, For to me, I'm sorry. It said, For to me to live is Christ. He said, He is my source of joy my reason to live hallelujah it says and to die is gain therefore i will be with him in eternity remember we're still dwelling on the first part of this scripture which is philippians chapter 1 verse 21 a for to me to live is christ so we are diving deep into living for christ to live is christ the first part again we discussed the conviction to live today we are talking about the conviction to love the conviction to love so what does this scripture tell us with respect to love it tells us that if your life if my life is about christ then my love is also about christ hallelujah if my life is about christ my love is also about christ look at first john chapter 4 verse 19 first john chapter 4 verse 19 the scripture says that we love him because he first loved us that means the centrality of our love for god is built on god's love for us hallelujah the centrality of our love for god is hinged on god's love for us we love him why do we love him because he first loved us even in our lowly estate, we remember the offering of Christ to us. Christ offered himself as a ransom for our sin. Christ offered himself as a whole peace, as an offering to God to liberate us from the shackles of darkness. So, that is to say that God's love for us is an enabler of our love for God. So, One of the ways we can, you know, confess that I am living for Christ or one of the ways we can say we are living for Christ or one of the ways people around us can see that we are indeed living our life for Christ is the love of God. 
So the love has to, the love is reflective of God in our life. Or perhaps I say the love is a reflection of God in our life. So if your life is about Christ, then your love also is about Christ. Look at Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 5. There are more than 20 scriptures that talks about love for God, our love for God, the conviction to love God. See, if your conviction to love God is based on material things, listen to me, you have not started. If your conviction for God is based on the things, the gains, okay, if I love God, He will bless my water and my wine. If it's just only about that, then you have not started. While I have not said that material wealth or material blessings are not part of, you know, the the blessings that come with loving God, I am only saying that the spiritual blessings much more outweighs the material things. Amen. Deuteronomy 6 verse 5, it says, And thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thine hearts. A man who is materialistic in his thinking, it will be difficult for such person to love God with all his hearts. Because there are times where the man can ask for a material thing and it doesn't come. It says, And thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy hearts. It says, And with all thy soul. And with all thy minds. It has to be all encompassing. It has to be all and all and all and all. So, if your love for God is materialistic in nature, then your living for Christ might depend on those materials. That means if I am loving God just because He has the capacity to give me bread, my living for Christ may likely and largely depend on that bread when the bread is missing then i then my love for god is missing so to remember we're looking at to live is christ for me to live that zoe life for me to make that kind of declaration from my lips that means that my love for god surpasses material things my love for god is born out of a deep realization that he first loved me. I'm thinking about reflecting about his sacrifice for me and how deep and large his love for me is. Deuteronomy 7 verse 9. It says, Know therefore that the Lord thy God, he is God, the faithful God, which keepeth covenant and mercy with them that love him and keep his commandments to a thousand generations. So, we see how important it is for us to love God wholeheartedly. For us to love God in the rainy season, the dry season, no matter the season of life. It is for us to love Him wholeheartedly. Hence, I want to say that there is no life in Christ without love in Christ. Hallelujah. There is no life in Christ without love in Christ. So, you must have a conviction to love God. Why? At this point, can you just take a little pause and ask yourself, why do I love God? Just ask yourself that question. What is my reason for loving God? Do you love God just because He, he you know, He is a provider? Do you love God only because He has that capacity to, you know, to, to settle you in marriage? Do you only love God because 
you know if you love him, he will keep you safe. Or do you love God out of an experiential knowledge of the absolute nature of God and his sovereignty? Or do you love God out of a whole a, a whole piece of understanding that God's love for me is overwhelming? And the only way to replicate this love is to give my heart. You know, Deuteronomy 6 5. We read this said, All thy heart, all thy soul, all thy might. All and all and all and all and all. So if our love for God, again, if our love for God is materialistic in the face of adversity, in the face of lack, in the face of trials, in the face of struggles, then what keeps us going? Because those materials that keep us going are not there at that time. What keeps us going? So we must all have an experiential knowledge about the love of God for us. It is when you understand the love of God for you, that is when you can understand how to replicate that love. It is when you think about the price that he paid on the cross, that is when you can realize how much of God, how much of your, how much of your all and all and all. Of course, it has to be your all that you are giving back as a show of your love for God. You are giving it back as a show of your understanding that you know that God loves you and you love Him back. Amen. That you know that He loves you and you are loving Him right back. Look at Mark chapter 12 verse 33. It says, And to love with all the hearts and with all the understanding and with all the soul and with all the strength and to love his neighbor as himself, he said, is more than all whole bond sacrifices, all whole bond offerings and sacrifices. <laughs> See, the matter of loving God has to be all. Again, we're saying Mark chapter 12 verse 33. It says, and to love with all thy, all the heart, all the understanding, all the soul, all the strength. Amen. This is beyond burnt offerings and sacrifices. It is beyond it. No one, I'm going to close with 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 14. Paul the Apostle says, He says, For the love of Christ constrain us. <laughs> Hallelujah. This is coming from you know a man that understands that values that love. You must value the love of God before you can even understand what it is for you to love God back. For the love of Christ constrain us. He said, because we thus judge that one died for all, therefore all died. For the love of Christ compels us. It compels us. He said, because we are convinced, that's the BSB Bible, he said, for Christ's love compels us because we are convinced that one died for all, therefore all died. Ah, if the moment, the day you have an experiential knowledge of this scripture, that day your love life for God takes a different dynamics. That day that your love for God takes a different route, it takes a different shape. So, if you must confess that to live is Christ, if that must be your song, you must have a conviction to live, to love. You must have a conviction to love God. And remember, it has to be hinged on what fact? 
on the enabling love of God. First John chapter 4, verse 19 said, We love him because he first loved us. Do you love God? Do you love him with your with all of your heart, with all of your mind, with all of your resources, with all of your soul, with all that pertains to you? Or you have some some partitions for God. God, I love you with this, but forget about that. Lord, I love you in this aspect, but I don't love you in that aspect. It must be with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, with all your understanding, and with all your strengths. If you do this, I'm sure that God will do you good. Continue to love God. Continue to enjoy Him. Remember, to live is Christ. Amen. Thank you.